Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome in to Vern's Post Game Show. Massey not stopping in second and slides into third with a two-run triple. Here's Josh Vernier. Well, you got to be happy that you showed up for this one, huh? 7-6 the final score. Royals victorious. They win on a balk again. Phone lines are open for you, 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. Royals win. They take the series from Chicago and take aim at a sweep tomorrow night. 913-586-7610. That's the phone number. I want to hear from you. If you were one of the more than 10,000 in attendance tonight... You're not going to have to wait long. I can't imagine you had to wait long for much tonight at the stadium. And you're not going to have to wait long to get in on the postgame show. Again, the phone number. Same as our Jay's Southland Tow Service text line, 913-586-7610. Royals win the series. They win a series for the first time in a month. And how about the fellas picking up Brady Singer? Man, there's a lot to dive into tonight, but I don't know if there's anything that pleases me, that buoys my spirits more than the fact that Angel Zerpa, Jackson Kowar, MJ Melendez, Nelson Velasquez, Bobby Witt Jr., Michael Garcia, Michael Massey, and the rest picked up Brady Singer, who you know did not have the type of performance that I know I was expecting. I don't know what you were expecting when you got to the ballpark, but I was I was expecting an efficient and dominant Brady Singer. Now, the latter didn't show up. The former certainly did. But the Royals find themselves down 6 nothing, heading to the bottom of the third inning, and the boys look to Brady and say, we got you tonight. After all you did for us last season, after all you've done for us this season, for as often as the offense wasn't there to back you up, we got you tonight. Not only did the offense pick him up, but as I mentioned, the bullpen of Zerpa and Kowar. Kowar picking up his first big league victory. And also the defense. How about that pick by Nick Lofton over there at first base? How about the 10th outfield assist of the season from MJ Melendez? And then offensively, just chip away, chip away, chip away. Three Royals with multi-hit nights. 
Two Royals drive in multiple runs. That's MJ Melendez and Michael Massey, two of the most intriguing bats down the stretch, come through in a big spot tonight. Now, the story was going to be, and the story was, uh, again, to me, the biggest takeaway from this win is the guys picking up Brady Singer. Uh, Secondarily, and this has really been a theme throughout the season. It's a, it's a theme really throughout Major League Baseball over the past decade, and that is strikeouts. It's the name of the game, homers and strikeouts. And if you look at the Royals offensively tonight, strikeouts told the story. Big-time strikeouts where the one thing you couldn't do was punch outs. Royals had a pair of big-time strikeouts offensively. Uh, Gut punches in the second inning as Velasquez and Waters went down swinging through sliders with two men in scoring position. Michael Garcia with a man 90 feet away in the sixth inning. He too swings through a slider. But in the ninth inning, when the Royals needed action on the base paths, when the Royals could not afford to give an out away, seeing that they were down to their final three, a grand total of seven men come to the plate, not one of them, Goes down swinging. Beginning with Nick Lofton. Puts the ball in play. Bust his tail down the first baseline. A porous throw from Tim Anderson at shortstop. And again, uh, this, this, this carcass of a baseball team that was once the Chicago White Sox. Uh, boy, I understand the Royals record isn't what anyone wants. Um, but they, they, they don't look like Chicago. The effort, the energy, the attention to detail is heads and tails better than the boys from the south side of Chicago. So Nick Lofton busted down the first baseline, reaches on an error. Michael Massey puts the ball in play on a 1-1 offering from the uh, Santos gentleman that came out of the Chicago bullpen. He bloops it over the left fielder's head. Michael Garcia puts the ball in play. Bobby goes to the opposite field. Salvi puts the ball in play. MJ Melendez is is intentionally walked. And then the reliever decided to not uh, come to a set position. He gets called for a balk, and the Royals walk it off. Victorious by a final count of 7-6. Phone lines are open for you. I'd love to hear from you. Phone lines, 913-586-7610. Text line is there as well. The J Southland Tow Service text line, 913-586-7610. So Brady Singer's final line, five innings, six runs on nine hits, only one, or excuse me, only two strikeouts, one walk. He does not factor in the decision, which speaks volumes about his offense, his defense, and his bullpen as Angel Zerpa comes in out of the pen throws three scoreless innings, handing it off to Jackson Kowar, who delivered a 1-2-3 ninth inning. Royals pick up win number 44, and now they turn to Jordan Lyles to finish this thing off. Lyles on the bump tomorrow night, 640 for the first pitch. We'll head inside that Royals clubhouse, scheduled to be joined by a victorious member of this Royals ball club that's coming up in a moment. Want to hear from you as well? J Southland Tow Service text lines always available. I already see a few of you celebrating that Jackson Coar was able to pick up first big league dub. I see you 402. I'm happy for him as well. You start to look now at that 2018 draft class. You got what six guys that have recorded a win? Right, Coar, Bubich, Lynch, Singer, Cox, Heasley. 
Now, welcome to the club, Jackson Kowar. Royals win in walk-off fashion for the eighth time this season. That's third most in Major League Baseball. Their eighth walk-off and their second walk-off balk. Second walk-off balk this season. Second walk-off balk in franchise history. Phone lines are open. Again, 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. We'll get to your thoughts after this. Burns Post Game Show on your home for Royals baseball, 610 Sports Radio, and the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back to Vern's Post Game Show on your home for Royals baseball in Kansas City, 610 Sports Radio. And welcome back. Royals victorious. A walk-off balk again. 7-6. The boys win. They take the series from the White Sox and they take aim at a sweep tomorrow evening. Kind enough to dial us up after this win is... Well, we talked enough about him in the first segment. Why not call us up? MJ Melendez. MJ, great job tonight. Take me inside that clubhouse and that celebration. Yeah, you can probably hear a little bit of the music. I was walking out of it. But, uh, no, great, great uh, win for us. Obviously, come back down early in the game. But to come out with a win right there is just, you know, shows the, the kind of games that we can play and what we're capable of. And, uh, you know, great game. Jason Kaur was his first win, so that was pretty special as well. And how nice is it for someone that has played behind Brady Singer now for two years? You've seen him put the team on his back countless times. How nice was it to pick up Brady after he had the performance that I'm sure he would want back? Yeah, I mean, obviously Brady's one of the best there is. So, um, But, you know, he's human. So <laughs> he uh, obviously not, not the best start for him. But, uh, you know, to be able to pick him up after, you know, what he's, he's been doing since he's been called up to the big leagues. Uh, it was really special for us. Uh, really good, really good game played by us, just not giving up the whole time, you know. Um, I thought the hitters did a great job of getting on feast uh, early. Um, uh, another, you know, great pitcher. So to be able to get uh, get some runs there early in the game to get them out uh, was really good for us. You had just got or just been intentionally walked right before the walk-off balk. 
Had you had your gear off? Were you even, uh, obviously, you were you were prepared, but did, did you see the block immediately? Yeah, I think, what I think what happened is that uh, he basically just didn't come to a stop. He kind of quick pitched, uh, which you would really only see, you know, if nobody's on base. So, uh, for for that to happen, and that's happened twice for us this season, the walk-off block. Uh, I got to be on third the first time and score the winning run and then uh, be on first this time. So it was it was pretty pretty unique. Uh, I hadn't really seen many of those uh, ever growing up. So to have two of those in the same season, it's pretty funny. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm just thinking of your baseball background. I'm wondering, like, did your dad say he's ever seen that before? you got a lot of baseball men and women in your life. I can't imagine many of you have ever seen that. Yeah, no, not, not I don't think I've really seen it, honestly. So definitely never been a part of it until this year. Uh, so staff doing one year is, is uh, pretty crazy, honestly. Just a few more questions. MJ Melendez, kind enough to call us up after this 7-6 Royals win. MJ going two for three with a solo bomb in the fifth, the two-out RBI single in the third. Since the All-Star break, you're hitting 298, an OPS near 900. You spoke with us right after the All-Star break and said it was the perfect reset. Uh, and you, you've been pretty consistent since. Uh, where is your confidence right now at the dish? Yeah, definitely, definitely a lot more confident uh, than I was earlier this season. Um, but just, you know, trying to put good at bats together, just trying to stay focused, trying to get my pitches to hit, and uh, trying not to chase as much. I think that's big for me, and, uh, you know, it can help me get into some leverage counts and uh, do a little bit more damage. Did you remind yourself of how good you are here in the second half? Did, 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 yeah, you, for, I mean, did you forget thought, by chance? They, Baseball is always a mental battle, so it's easy to get kind of down on yourself early. So just, you know, staying confident in myself and, and believing. Obviously, the results help a lot with that, but, um, you know, just having to believe that, you know, always, regardless of, you know, how I'm going. MJ, I was in the clubhouse before the game. Everybody was in there before a team meeting. Man, uh, smiles left and right. It was loose. Everybody was having a good time. You've been in the big leagues now for two years, man. Despite the team's record being what it is, it – it certainly appears as if this is a tight-knit group that enjoys being big leaguers together. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's, it's you know something that not anybody can do. Very, very few people get to be able to say they played in the big leagues. So um, for us to have a team full of that young talent, um, guys who, you know, hungry to win, uh, it, it's, it's great for us. And, you know, hopefully um, as we, you know, learn the big leagues a little bit more, we can start putting together some really, really good seasons and uh, win a lot of games. And you knew Michael Massey had 441-foot tanks in his back pocket, right? You said what? 441 what? Uh, a 441-foot oh, oh, tank. Oh, yeah, no, no. I, obviously, he, he's got power. Um, but to see him do that at home was, was pretty pretty amazing. I've seen him hit some, some balls really far. But, um, you know, to see, see one go in the upper tank right there is uh, – it's really, really cool. I thought you were the only lefty that went there. All right, nice to know. Well, MJ, keep it up, man. <laughs> Great job tonight. We'll see you out there tomorrow night. Thank you. I appreciate it. There you go. MJ Melendez, one of three Royals with multiple hits tonight, one of two Royals to drive in multiple runs. He and MJ Melendez driving in four of the team's seven. Royals win seven to six. They take the series from the White Sox. I appreciate you guys being patient. Let's go to Roy in Kansas City. Roy, you're hitting leadoff tonight as the boys win for the 44th time this season. Go ahead. Gosh, man, good to talk to you. Um, super pumped. Good night tonight. Um, 
I think the infield core going forward is pretty set. I like the way it looks moving forward, but the outfield mix is a little weird. A lot of guys really performing, a lot of guys you want to see performing that aren't. What do you think it looks like next year? Who gets dealt, who stays, who gets cut, et cetera? Thanks. Man. Yeah, it's uh, – boy. You know, I, I wish it was easy or I had guys in certain groups already. The, the only group that I've created in my own head is I play general manager. And as I say that, don't get it twisted. I have uh, no desire, uh, no – delusions of grandeur that that it's a difficult job that I would want no part of and I'm obviously um, not prepared for um, but the, the only grouping that I've made are, are guys that I believe have passed this evaluation season uh, hitters uh, pitchers that, that I believe have, have showcased enough consistency that I'm writing their name in pen if I'm writing out the starting lineup next year or the rotation and, you know, pitching wise, it's, it's, it's Cole Reagans and Brady Singer, of course, offensively, it's Mike Hell Garcia. It's Bobby Witt Jr. It's Freddie Fermin. It's Vinny Pasquantino. MJ Melendez is making an extraordinary case. MJ Melendez made an extraordinary case last year as well. The thing I wanted to see from him this season was a full six months of consistent baseball, or at least baseball that is steadily inclining, um, improving month by month by month, like what we've seen from Bobby Witt Jr., the consistency that we've seen from Michael Garcia. Now, obviously, that's that can't happen for MJ because of his disappointing first half, but as I mentioned, this is now 46 games since the All-Star break. OPS of 878, batting average 298. I think we can all agree that MJ Melendez is a big leaguer. Now that, that That's a pretty big hurdle, I think. I mean, I, I can't say that right now about Drew Waters. I can't say that about Nelson Velasquez. Now I'm intrigued by Velasquez because all he does is hit bombs. I'm intrigued by Drew Waters, switch hitter, can play a solid center field, has some speed, has some pop. Guys like Velasquez and Waters is why I'm hesitant to, to, to make any declarative statements about many of these guys because I still, we still have 22 games remaining in this evaluation season. Massey, Waters, Velasquez, Nick Lofton. Those are the guys, to me, that, that, that get me excited to come to the ballpark. Because now, driving home tonight, you're, you're thinking about Velasquez hitting, what, eight home runs? You know, almost half of his hits as a Royal have gone over the wall. Uh, Michael Massey, again, you, I just mentioned it there to MJ, 441 feet from a second baseman. A slick fielding second baseman at that. So no man, I, I I can't I can't say who I'd cut, who I'd trade, who I'd do because I'm also not privy to how much money are we spending this offseason? Are we going for the division title in 2024? Shoot, forget the division title talk. Are you going to get someone that joins the group 
of Singer and Reagans and Vise for that opening day starts? Or are you attempting to acquire the type of name that there is no debates? James Shields is getting the ball on opening day, you know. Um, There is no debate. Blake Snell is getting the ball on opening day. You bring in a Jordan Montgomery, okay, we, we could have a debate. Cole Reagans, Jordan Montgomery, Brady Singer, who do you give the ball to? You bring in Blake Snell, you bring in Aaron Nola, right? You know, okay, those guys are getting the ball. Are you ready to spend that kind of money? I don't know. I, I don't think so. So we got to get to the offseason before I start reviewing player by player in this evaluation season. Appreciate the phone call, Roy. Let's go to Kara Lee in Parkville. Kara, I appreciate you hanging on. Go ahead. You're on the postgame show. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, I'm driving home from the game. First of all, I love your show. I listen to it all the way out there when I'm going to the games. Thank you. I listen to the postgame every night. Uh, I I love the talent that we have on the field. And I think they're meshing as a team. And the one hope I had from the ceremony the other night from Ned's retirement into the Hall of Fame, I hope with all my heart that Mr. Sherman genuinely listened to Ned's message that he gave. And I hope he takes it from there. As far as patience? As far as, yeah, as far as how Ned managed the game, how he managed the players. Uh, and I just want to say to all the naysayers out there that are all over social media saying, fire Q, fire this one, fire that one, trade this one, DFA that one. Just have some patience, people. They're young. They're learning. It's going to be Okay. Kara, I appreciate the phone call. I'll tell you this, uh, patience and social media, that's not where patient people go to talk baseball. Um, I don't know where patient people go. You know where, actually, I I do know. You know where patient people go to talk baseball? Baseball games. Right? Because you... Gary, you're leaving the baseball game, right? The, the people that I interact with, you, you Royals fans that I interact with out at Craft and Draft or walking around the K, you're the one, you're you're the patient fan. You're the one that sees the big picture. Fan crying on the post game show, screaming on social media. They're not going to games. Probably not watching many pitches. Looking at a box score, seeing a few highlights on social media and making their, forming their opinions off of the opinions of other misinformed individuals. So, Carrie, you can't sweat it. I'd say just give up on conversing with people about baseball on social media. I know I have. Unfortunately, I had to do it. You guys were bringing me down and ruining what is just an absolute dream job for me.
go to Cole in Olathe. Cole, you're on the postgame show on 610 Sports Radio. Royals win 7-6 to six on a walk-off balk. Cole, can you believe that? Oh, I couldn't believe it. Vern had a great time tonight. We went out to the cave for a company outing. We went out to go see Bobby Witt and Salvi and all the stars. Uh, the biggest thing for me is uh, in our company group, we had so many people. This was their first time at a, a Royals baseball game. They're not going to remember the record. They're going to remember the walk-off win. They're going to remember the great time, the laughs, the high fives that we had, and that's what they're going to take home with them. It's, it has not much to do with the record. Um, that's just what I want everybody to get out of it. Thanks and for the call. That's baseball, yeah. No, no question about it. That That's it's why you show up. That's why, well, you know, I also show up for the paycheck, but – uh, you know, you you never know what you're going to see. You know, two of record-wise, two of the worst teams in Major League Baseball. It certainly wasn't entertaining night. It wasn't the snooze fest that last night was. And the only reason it wasn't is because Brady Singer had an off night. Because that Chicago ball club, man, I I feel for Pedro Grafal. Uh, they they might be able to turn it around quickly in Chicago with some savvy moves. Maybe Chris Getz could get some advice from J.J. Piccolo on how to make some savvy moves. Um, but, boy, that that's, that's a rough watch, that Chicago ball club. And, yeah, that's coming from someone that has watched every pitch of all 140 Kansas City Royals games this season. That Chicago team's a rough watch. Offensively, defensively, base pass-wise, in the dugout, going through the layup line, all of that stuff. They're a, they're a rough, rough watch. Uh, thanks to our proud sponsor, Rawhide Harley-Davidson, the number one volume Harley dealer in Kansas. Appreciate your support all season long. Uh, also appreciate the support of Raj in the Ozarks. He's been with us since the beginning. Raj, how you doing tonight, buddy? Really good. Nice, peaceful, quiet night down here on the porch. Very nice, and it was a great listen. I just want to tell you how much I enjoy, because I, I, I have to listen to most of the games on the radio down here. I just want to tell you how great that hot mic coming out of the locker room is right after they win the game. That is just such a great feature of your show right now, and I just enjoy the heck out of it. I've been listening to MJ tonight, my gosh. I don't know what you think, but I, I've already told my uh, – neighbor down here i'm buying his jersey on the last week of the season because i want him back next year i think that guy has gained 10 years of mental toughness and i think that's the only thing he was lacking Vern. i you've watched every pitch like you said and physically it, it's all there i got to come to a couple games this year it, no it's doubt. all there no doubt it's just mental and i really really think he's getting the idea that he is a big league ball player and he can do it. So, MJ, man, I, I've been riding and dying with you all year long, buddy, and I, I, I'm buying your jersey the last week of the season because I think you belong, and I think you're going to be a huge asset to the Royals down the road. So that's all I wanted, Vern, for tonight. Uh, keep up the good work on the show. The hot mic out of the locker room is tremendous. Thank you. Well, thanks for pointing that out, Raj. Uh, man, you got me smiling. Uh, a few things. First of all, credit to the Royals. Uh, Sam Mellinger, Ian Kraft, Nick Kappel, Logan Jones. Uh, appreciate their help. They're the ones facilitating these interviews, making them happen from down in the clubhouse. So 
Uh, greatly appreciate their hard work and the players' willingness to go on with the bozo on the radio. So uh, thanks to all the players that have come on as well. Thanks for listening. And listen, I, I, I have to be a man of my word. There's only 22 games now left this season. MJ Melendez just maintained for these final three and a half weeks, and I'm right back where I was at the beginning of this season with him. Right back in the, he's with Bobby and Mike Cowell and Vinny and Salvi. Coming into the season, my core, the guys that I believed were going to be on that stage the next time the commissioner's trophy was handed to the owner of the Royals. I thought it was going to be Bobby and Vinny and Salvi and MJ. Those were the four hitters that I had at my core of the next championship team. Brady Singer was in that mix as well. Those were the five guys. And over the course of the season, Michael has joined and Vinny's become undeniable offensively. Bobby's become a superstar. I still feel the same way about Brady Singer. Salvi Salvi, Cole Reagans has joined the fray as has Michael Garcia and, and Freddie Fermin. If MJ Melendez finishes off these 22 games as he has the previous 46, you know, now we're at the final 68 games of the season, hitting 300 with an OPS around 900. Uh, and to Raj's point, the lessons learned during that first half slump, that first half mental grind, you have to think he's going to be stronger for it. Also, take into account, he's been able to put the catching gear away and, 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 and yes, focus on the bat first and foremost, but also work his tail off as an outfielder. Um, love the drills from uh, Damon Hollins, Royals first base coach, outfield instructor. Uh, love the the routine of MJ Melendez as an outfielder, the work that he puts in before the game. Fun to watch. If you get here early enough, it's always uh, always I enjoy watching uh, Damon work with the outfielders. But whether it's on with Cody and Gold or Fesco in the morning or the occasional hit on the drive with C Dot, and they'll ask, "Hey, hey, Michael Massey's playing really well. Hey, Drew Waters is hitting it well for the past few weeks. Hey, MJ Melendez has had a nice month." And my response has been the same. Look, those guys were, because of injury or um, performance, those guys disappointed in the first half of the season. Just calling a spade a spade. They disappointed in the first half of the season. Whether it was their fault or not, they disappointed. So I needed to see a pretty large sample size to push my chips back all in on fill-in-the-blank player. And this is just me. This is my opinion. it's worth whatever you deem it worthy. Um, So, you know, uh, Waters, Drew Waters had a nice month after the All-Star break, as did Michael Massey. Then they both kind of slid back somewhat. MJ Melendez had a week-long slide as well, but he's back in a big way. Michael Massey, Drew Waters, they got 22 games to get back in a good place to clean up some of those statistics, to, to, to make the 2023 stat line on their baseball reference page to clean it up a little bit. 
MJ Melendez is doing his parts, and he's putting together a pretty large sample size of quality ABs. Uh, delivering the type of power that you need from a corner outfielder, a corner outfielder that is, you know, an average defender, going to need some pop, need that OPS to be in the 800s. 878 since the All-Star break. If, if, if I'm going to set a goal for these young men, if they reach it, we, I got to reward them. I, 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 you did everything I asked you to do. Was it over 162? No. But you got to reset at the All-Star break, and you've been that guy that many of us fell in love with in 2022. Couldn't be happier for MJ Melendez, especially how open he's been on this show, acknowledging just how much that confidence was dinged in the first half of the season. Raj, great phone call as always. Royals win on a walk-off balk. No, this isn't an old post-game show. This isn't the uh, walk-off balk from uh, the beginning of August against the New York Mets. No, this is uh, September 5th, 2023. Royals beat the White Sox on a balk. 7-6, the final score. We get back to your thoughts after this. Burns Post Game Show on your home for Royals Baseball, 610 Sports Radio, and the Odyssey app. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Miss C-Dot and Patrick Mahomes? Check out the podcast page at 610sports.com. KCSP Kansas City. WDAFHD2 Liberty. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Hey, it's Travis Kelsey, and you're listening to the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to Vern's Post Game Show on your home for Royals baseball in Kansas City, 610 Sports Radio. Pitch in the dirt. That was almost a wild pitch to win it. They called a balk, then. A balk has been called. And the Royals win it on a balk. When did we see that last? Well, that's nuts. That's just crazy, isn't it? It was crazy. Welcome back. Royals win 7-6. If you missed it, MJ Melendez was kind enough to call us up from the clubhouse after this win. He was on first base when the balk happened. And you even heard him describing it, saying, yeah, it was, you know, the Santos kid, the, the, the White Sox pitcher, never came set. He was quick pitching Ollie with the bases loaded. A second walk-off balk in franchise history. Second walk-off balk of the season. From the 913, Vern, I guess 5% of our wins this year have come off walk-off balks. Yeah, two of 44 have come on walk-off balks. It's unbelievable. Uh, from the 816, despite the record... Any given game, you're going to see something awesome, Vern, and I can't wait to see this team in the near future. 
Let's head inside the clubhouse. Let's hear what Michael to say about the walk-off balk. Massey, two for four. Uh, hits a solo home run in the fourth inning. Uh, 441 feet into the upper tank of the hydration station, as HUD would call it. Uh, so a solo bomb in the fourth inning. A productive ground out, an RBI ground out in the sixth. And then in the uh, victorious bottom of the ninth, after Nick Lofton reached on an error, Michael Massey singled over the shortstop's head, a nice little duck snort over Tim Anderson's head into shallow left center field. And just like that, two on, nobody outs. Royals trailed in the game at that point, 6-5. Two on, Nobody out. I mean, honestly, the second Nick Lofton reached on that error, I I, I looked over at Annie Rogers of MLB.com and said, well, that's how it starts. That's how it always starts. You knew they were at least going to tie the game. Dyron Blanco coming in to pinch run for Lofton. Massey with the duck snort first and second. Nobody out. Uh, Michael Garcia then with a fielder's choice ground out first and third with one out. Bobby Witt Jr. pokes a 1-1 offering to the opposite field for an RBI double to tie it up. So you got second and third, one out. Salvador Perez coming to the dish. They're about to win it, right? No. No, Salvi lines right at the shortstop, right to the glove of Tim Anderson. And now we got second and third, two outs. Pedro Grafal intentionally walks MJ Melendez, bringing Edward Olivares to the plate. Bases juiced, tie game, bottom nine, what's Ali going to do? It doesn't matter because the pitcher balked. And that, my friends, is one of the many reasons why the Chicago White Sox have the worst record in baseball since the All-Star break. Now, as I mentioned, here's Michael Massey after the game. This audio courtesy of Bally Sports, Kansas City. Actually talk about that. I'm not sure any walk-off balk has happened twice in a year, let alone to the same team. So um, it's something we practice a lot. And uh, clearly, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if uh, the pitch clock, I think, probably has something to do with it. You know, uh, I think it was running down there, so he probably felt a little bit of discomfort with uh, starting off with the ball. And I think he just tried to go too quick. So, um, yeah, I don't, no way to describe that one. What are the yeah, I think um, obviously really good. You know, we fought fought really hard today. Uh, Brady did a great job keeping us in it. Zerp coming in to, to hold us right there. And, uh, you know, obviously Jack's coming at the end doing a great job. So pitching to great offense, kept chipping away the whole night. And, um, you know, it's a little frustrating with the runners on base. But, uh, you know, we did a great job of getting at least one in a lot of those innings. So um, I think any time, you know, we did it the other day, I think on Sunday against, um, I think it was Sunday, where we kind of scored almost in every inning. Um, so I think just, just having that mindset of trying to win the inning and um, hope to stay in that. How are you feeling with your swing at the plate after your recent kind of stretch you had? Yeah, uh, just been working on some adjustments with the hitting coaches and uh, looking at some video of, of when I've been going well this year and when I've been going bad and uh, just, just trying to make some adjustments. So uh, it's kind of the way this league works. I feel like you adjust and then they adjust back and you got to keep adjusting. So uh, frustrating at times and obviously I'm in a nice little stretch right now. Marjorie, 41 foot homer, longest of your career. Did you, how did you feel when you hit it? You know it was gone? Uh, yeah, I mean, I hit it. I knew I, I knew I hit it well, but um, I still haven't figured out how to not sprint out of the box on a homer yet. But uh, yeah, 
just knew I got a well. He kind of hung a breaking ball and uh, put a good swing on it and, and stayed inside it. So, um, yeah, like I said, hitting coaches has just been doing an awesome job getting me prepared and, uh, you know, felt like we saw him really well tonight. And I'll be honest, I was up in the press box when Massey hit that fourth inning home run. Uh, made it 6-2 Chicago, right? Royals trailed this game 6 nothing, heading to the bottom of the third. Uh, but I'm up in the press box when Massey hits that home run. I had my head down. But the crack of the bat, it, one of those pops where you go, oh, that's going a long way. Maybe it's foul. I don't know. I'm not. Let me see. Oh, no. Gone. He, if you were in the building, if you were one of the more than 10,000 here tonight, I don't care what you were doing. You're in the bathroom waiting to get a cold one, waiting to get a dog, whatever it was. You knew somebody just went bridge. It was Michael Massey. Phone lines are open for you. The J Southland Tow Service text line's there for you as well. Uh, the J Southland Tow Service text line is 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. Someone asking when the last time the Royals overcame a six-run deficit was. Well, it's actually happened this year, back in uh, mid-June against the Angels. The Royals trailed 8-2. to heading to the bottom of the seventh, but they rallied to win 10-9 in walk-off fashion. Tonight, down 6 nothing, heading to the bottom of the third, and they just chip away. Lead-off triple from Michael Garcia in the third. He's rewarded with a two-out RBI single from MJ Melendez. Home runs from Velasquez and Massey in the fourth. A solo job from MJ Melendez with two outs in the fifth. Royals get that RBI ground out from Michael Massey in the sixth, and then we went through the ninth inning. So just a, a, a very enjoyable game, a quality win for the Royals. Offensively, defensively, on the base paths, and on the mound. But if you were here at the beginning, you know my biggest takeaway. The, the thing that had me smiling the most is this team picked up Brady Singer. Singer didn't have the type of start that he wanted. He was efficient. Um, but got stung by Yoan Moncada, a sinker right in the middle of the plate. Gives up the first career home run to the nine-hitter to the White Sox, Corey Lee. Three-run job. So a five-run second inning. Now Singer's had only 26 pitches, and he's... Again, efficient. Needed only eight pitches in the third, five pitches in the fourth. Needed 20 in the fifth, and that ends his day. But you remember last season. You remember how often Brady, I mean, you remember how often I sat right here and said, Brady, once again, our lonely eyes turn to you, and we ask you to stop this losing skid. And Lord knows he did a dozen times, half a dozen times last year, a handful of times this season. He earned this. The offense owed him this. Angel Zerp and the rest of the bullpen owed him this. It was nice to see. Five innings, six runs for Brady Singer. Let's go back to the text line a few more before we get out of here. From the 816 and Eric in Independence. He says, Vern is a father of three with one on the way. I'll give Brady a pass tonight. I know he can't think about anything but spending time with his new baby boy. Yeah, I, I, I don't have kids, so I, um, 
I don't know, but I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. I, I always loved uh, the old, uh, you know, having kids is like having your, your heart on the outside of your body moving around in this dangerous world. Yeah, I could imagine that would be anxiety-inducing. So who knows how he's handling it. I'm sure his wife is doing a lot of the heavy lifting, but, uh, yeah, it, it can't be easy to just lock back in when you just saw the carbon copy of you created. <laughs> Congratulations to uh, Brady and his wife. From the 913, Vern, I'd like to see a full season of Nelson Velasquez. Yeah, you and me both. We were wondering aloud last night, is Melendez and Velasquez the perfect platoon for a corner outfield spot? But like this texter is pointing out right now, I, shoot, I want to see MJ in there every day. And I want to see Velasquez in there every single day because his bomb, I mean, he's a uh, equal opportunity home run hitter. Lefties, righties, you can all get it. Velasquez, two for four, a leadoff home run in the fourth inning, and a leadoff single comes around to score in the sixth. Jay Southland Toe Service text line from the 785. Vern, can you give a brief autopsy on that corpse of a baseball team and Pedro Grafal's role therein? Is he on the hot seat? Well, I appreciate you listening. I'm, I'm certainly not dialed into what's going on uh, on the south side of Chicago. Uh, Chris Getz, the the new general manager, has said that Pedro Grafal is safe. I don't know how you blame Pedro Grafal for anything that's really going on this season. Again, I'm not that close. But what I've watched this year looks awfully similar to what I've watched uh, over the past two years from this endlessly disappointing White Sox franchise. I thought Steve Stone did a great interview with Denny Matthews and Steve Stewart yesterday. And he pointed to the loss of Liam Hendricks at the beginning of the season as the beginning of the downfall. Yeah, losing your closer, losing your clubhouse leader in Jose Abreu. Tim Anderson never got his footing, and when he did, Jose Ramirez knocked him back down on the ground. Yeah, Dylan Cease hasn't pitched to the number one that he was a year ago. The issue with Chicago is they... they he just hasn't they, they haven't drafted nor developed very well. Hitters, pitchers. Okay, Andrew Vaughn, okay, I understand, yeah, but I mean they, they don't need more players like Andrew Vaughn, you know, just station to station players. They've they've had plenty of those guys from Abreu to Jimenez to Vaughn to Moncada, Sheets. Some of them can move, but you know, White Sox are a lot like the Yankees. The, 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 the lineup just doesn't flow whatsoever. It's just a bunch of individuals thrown in a lineup. Uh, no, no real, no fluidity in the lineup. Just one hacker after another. Uh, the J Southland Toe Service text line, Rally Mantis, of course, all fired up for his Gator, Jackson Kowar, picking up his first career victory. Yes, no doubt. Congratulations. And as you heard from MJ earlier, they they had the, the celebration. I'm sure they put ketchup and mustard and uh, mayo and, oh, my God, I couldn't imagine. But, hey, I guess, you know, for a, for a big league dub, yeah, do what you got to do.
Uh, Gabe in Independence writes in, Vern, maybe it's just me, but players like MJ, Ali, and even to a certain point, Michael Massey, they seem to be realizing that maybe their jobs are at stake, right? Ali's been on fire since returning from Omaha. MJ's more of an emergence than even more, uh, or excuse me, MJ's emergence lines up with the addition of Nelson Velasquez, Massey with the three-day performance of Nick Lofton. Are these observations just me, or do you see them as well? Uh, I don't think Melendez or Massey or Ali, I don't think any of them needed a, a reminder or a kick in the pants that, hey, this isn't promised to you. Um, I mean, MJ was just struggling. Production-wise, and then he started getting in his own head, and this confidence started to get shook. Uh, the the all-star break reset is what he pointed to as far as the ability to just work and rest. Work, not, not, not work and then go play a game and try to implement that work, which is very tough to do because you can work all afternoon, and then you get in that box and you're fighting for your life, and you say, to hell with the work. I'm going back to what I think will work. I'm just up here trying to survive. So during the All-Star break, you can work, 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 rest, and then go back and work some more and just keep on honing your skills, um, making tweaks, finding confidence, and not needing to fight for your life at 7 o'clock. So, I, so I, I, I don't think MJ's second half run, which again, 46 games, he's hitting 300 with an OPS near 900. Um, I don't think it has anything to do with Nelson Velasquez. Michael Massey, um, no. No, I, 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 don't, I don't think it has to do with a, a kick in the backside or Nick Lofton's emergence. It's just a really tough game that beats you down mentally and also kicks your tail physically. Edward Olivares, um, yeah. Look, they're all fighting. Again, you know what? It sounds hyperbolic when I say you're fighting for your life, but. And I, and I guess you are. I mean, we got firefighters and, and cops, and yeah, I mean, people are truly out there fighting for our lives. Um, but for every Michael Massey or Edward Olivares, there's like 17 dozen guys in the minor leagues that are waiting for that opportunity. So you get hurt, whether we're in the Royals organization or not, we want that chance and we want to take your job and never give it back. So I, I don't think they needed a reminder that this is not promised. They've been working their whole life for this opportunity and it's here. But I understand what, 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 what you're saying. It, it, it makes sense. Maybe it makes them work somewhat harder in between. I don't know. I, I'll put it this way. From being around Michael Massey and MJ Melendez, they've, they've given me no reason to believe that they're cutting corners to where, oh, they could work harder. They just don't have a reason to. I, I've never seen that. So the emergence of Velasquez or, or Lofton, I don't think, is making them do anything differently. 
That's my opinion, though. You might be right, Gabe. Let's get one more from the text line. It's my buddy John in Mission. Vern picking each other up is what it's all about. Great resilience from the boys tonight. Keep chipping away. Keep chopping wood. There's something to be said about putting the ball in play and avoiding strikeouts. Fun win tonight in a lost season. Let's build on it tomorrow. Sign John in Mission. Yeah, you're 100% right. Story of the game. I thought the story of the postgame was going to be strikeouts and situations where the one thing you can't do is strike out. Royals fell victim to that uh, quite often. I want to say in late June, early July. Been much better about it here in the second half of the season, and especially tonight in that ninth inning. Seven men come to the dish. Not one of them punches out. Royals win on a balk-off. 7-6, the final score, and now they take aim at a sweep of the White Sox. Jordan Lyles on the hill, squaring off with Tuki Toussaint. 6.40 for the first pitch. I'll be on the air once again at 5.30. And then after tomorrow, we only got three series remaining at Kauffman Stadium. Wow. Two home stands, really only one true home stand. I hope to see you. If you're coming out, swing by Craft and Draft. Isaac Deer, great job tonight, man. Way to go. Appreciate your help. Appreciate your hard work. Kansas City, thanks for listening. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. You've been listening to Vern's Post Game Show. Diving is MJ Melendez. Did he make that catch? He did! Check out the All Things Vern channel on 610sports.com and the Odyssey app to stay up to date with your boys in blue. And a swing and a miss. He struck him out with a fastball. Seven strikeout for Daniel Lynch. On your home of the Royals, 610 Sports Radio. We now take you back to regularly scheduled programming. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.